Thank you so much, Van. And thank you so much for allowing the Holy Spirit to use you this morning. Uh, thank you for the enthusiasm with which you um, play and sing. And Gary, thank you so much. Thank you, tech team. And thank God and thank Joel for this opportunity to be before you this morning. I'm going to say good morning to those of you who are watching by Facebook. And thank you for joining in with us this morning. Happy New Year. How many times have we heard it? Happy New Year. This morning I'm going to talk to you a little bit from Acts chapter 3, verses 19 through 21, I believe it is. Verses 19 through 21, if you want to find those verses on your tablets or in your Bible. But yes, Happy New Year. How many times have we heard it? How many times have we read it? How many times have we posted it and said it? And I'm going to talk to you this morning about being restored, being rebooted, and being refreshed. The scripture says, Repent therefore and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed to you. whom heaven must receive until the time for establishing all that God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old. And another translation that I have says that, therefore repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out. That seasons of refreshing may come for the presence of the Lord and that he may send Jesus, who's, who has been appointed for you as the Messiah. Heaven must welcome him until the times of the restoration of all things, which God spoke about by the mouth of his holy prophets. Again, I'm going to say it, Happy New Year. <laughs> and how many times have you heard it? How many times have you read it? How many times have you posted it? And how many times have you said it? I'm sure that it's been said too many times for us to count. It rolls off our tongues so easily, those words, Happy New Year. I have heard others say that they could not wait for 2020 to be over, as if some fairy godmother was going to show up on December the 31st and at midnight wave her magic wand and make COVID-19 disappear or magically pay off all the credit card debt from Christmas card shopping or for Christmas shopping. I do not know what you were expecting to happen between 11.59 p.m. on December the 31st and 12 o'clock a.m. on January the 1st. But I can tell you what I was expecting. I was expecting God to be the same God that he was on December the 31st. 
I was expecting him to be the same God on January the 1st, and I expect him to be the same God today on January the 3rd. After all, the Word of God says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I was expecting God to continue to be faithful to those who love him and are called according to his purposes. That's what I was expecting, and that's what I expect from God for the rest of this year. You see, I'm like the disciples in the Bible. I do expect God to be faithful to his word. And in return for his faithfulness, I know that I need to make some adjustments to my own attitude and to the way that I interact with God. Some of us need to adjust our attitudes about the way that we interact with each other. But most importantly, how do we interact with God? I confess that there are some things that I could have done better in 2020. And I imagine that some of you can say the same thing. I confess that at times I didn't give 100% of my energy and my time and my attention to doing God's work. Sometimes I just showed up and did what I needed to do to get by. I have a feeling that some of you listening to me today did the same thing. I heard someone say that technology and COVID has made us lazy. In a way, this is true. I don't memorize telephone numbers anymore. How about you? I don't have to memorize them anymore because Siri does all the work for me. All I have to do is say, Siri, call Martha. Siri, what is the number for Walmart? Siri, where is the closest food lion? And Siri does all the work for me. I don't have to go to the grocery store. See what I'm saying? Siri thought I was talking to her and Siri started talking back to me. Like right in the middle of my sermon. All I have to do is ask her for something. It's like I have a genie on my phone. We don't even have to go to the grocery store and walk up and down the aisle to select our food. I can go on the computer, select what I want, have it delivered to my house, or I can drive up in front of the grocery store, park in a designated parking spot, text the store, and someone brings my groceries to the car, puts them in, and walks away. For some of us, when we get home, all we have to do is go to the door and tell our children, come outside and bring the groceries in the house. Or how about cars that park themselves? Self-correct if you cross the center lane. Or beep if you get too close to an object. You know, I could go on and on and on about the things that we don't have to do for ourselves anymore. Have we become lazy and complacent when it comes to spending time with God? Are our routines stale? Is our prayer time lacking? Is God pleased with our level of excitement 
when it comes to loving on him? I ask you these questions, but I've also asked myself these questions. And the answer is that God is not pleased with Macy. He is not pleased with my level of excitement and the service that I have given him. He said he is just not pleased. Now, I can't speak for you because that's a personal question. You have to ask yourself if God is pleased with you. So I asked God, what can I do to please you in 2021? And here's what he said to me. He said, this is your season to be refreshed. And I said, refreshed? And he said, yes. Ask me to refresh you. So I started searching scripture, and I read Acts 3, verses 19 through 21, and I read it before, but it says that we need to repent of our sins, turn back so that our sins may be wiped out, and that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus, who has been appointed, for us as the Messiah. And he says that heaven must welcome him until the times of the restoration of all things, which God spoke about out of the mouth of his holy prophets. In this third chapter of Acts, I want to give you just a little bit of background on what was going on. Peter and John were preaching in Solomon's colonnade, and some people brought a lame man to the temple gate, which they called beautiful, so that this man could beg from the people entering the temple. The lame man thought that this day would be like any other day. Like some of us, we get up in the morning and we think that it's just another day. It's the same old, same old. The same old things are going to happen to me today. My life is boring. If you have a teenager, I know you've heard that line over and over again. Life is, this is so boring. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. I can't do anything different from what I did yesterday. This man thought that he would just go and lie on his mat, beg, get what he could get from the people entering the temple, wait for his friends to come back, to get him, pick him up, and carry him home. But this day was different. Little did he know that it was his season of refreshing and restoration. The lame man looked at Peter and John, and he asked them for money. And Peter and John looked at the man intently and said, Look at us. Look at us. So he turned and he looked at them, expecting to get something. Peter said, I don't have any silver and gold, but what I have, I'll give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by his hand and he helped him stand. And verse 7 of chapter 3 says that immediately 
the man's feet and ankles became strong. And the man started jumping, and he started walking, and he walked into the temple with Peter and with John. I want to stop right here and just say that some of us need a touch from Jesus. Some of us need a touch from Jesus. The people inside the temple saw the man that was lame walking. It was as if he had a new body. His body was transformed. His body was like it had been rebooted, like it had been restarted. It was revived, all because of a touch from Peter. I imagine that it was like our computer, like it, when it isn't acting right, and we say to ourselves, it was just fine earlier today. I think I'll turn it off and turn it on again. And maybe whatever is going wrong inside will work itself out so I can finish working on my paper or paying my bills or FaceTiming my grandchildren. When we press that power button on our computer, something happens on the inside of the computer. We don't know what's happening. All we know is something is happening. And most of the time, it works so we can continue doing what we were doing. The lame man did not know what was happening to him. All he knew is that when Peter touched him, something happened to his body. Something happened on the, out, on the inside that manifested on the outside that allowed him to get up and walk. Peter knew the power source. Do you know the power source this morning? When he touched this man and he spoke the words, in the name of Jesus the Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk, the man's body had to respond. When Jesus speaks to us and to our spirits and we hear his voice and we say that we are children of God, we have to respond. Something happened on the inside that commanded the man's body to straighten up and act right. Some of us need a reboot. Some of us need a touch from the power source's hand. Some of us limped through 2020, and some of us are planning to just limp through 2021. That's the way we've been doing. We've been limping along for so long that we don't even notice that we have a limp. We limped through 2020. We limped through 21. We are using COVID-19 as an excuse to get out of doing things that the Lord has told us to do. The Lord has made a way for us to do his work. And yet we find reasons not to do it. He's told someone, it's time for you to take those college classes and get those certifications that you've wanted to, to, to uh, acquire for a long time. He's told someone, it's time for you to step up and tutor some children who are struggling in school. He has told someone, uh, you're home all day. It's time for you to put on your mask and take precautions and take someone who's sick 
to the doctor, someone who cannot drive himself or herself to the grocery store. It's time for you to do those things. I don't know what he's told you to do. All I know is what he's told me to do. So as the power source, we need to ask the Lord for a reboot. Tell him you need him to press your button and revive you so you can be about his business. The people in the temple were amazed at what they saw. And Peter said, what are you looking at? Why are you amazed at what you see? And Peter said, and why are you staring at us as though we made him walk by our power? Peter told the crowd, it is through the power of the one that you handed over to Pilate to be killed that we do these things. Peter said to the crowd, you chose to save a murderer and you killed the source of life. But God has raised him from the dead. And it is through his name that this man is made strong. Then Peter said something profound. He said, I know that you killed Jesus out of ignorance, just as your leaders also did. But all you have to do is repent of your sins, turn back. In other words, stop sinning, stop sinning so that your sins may be wiped out. And then he said, so that seasons, 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 plural, not season, seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I want 2021 to be my seasons of refreshing. I want to be refreshed by the Lord in the winter, the spring, the summer, and the fall. I want the power source to give me new energy and courage, and I want the power source to energize my physical body and my spirit. I want Christ to reinvigorate me and give me a fresh anointing. I want to think clearly. I want to have my emotions in check because we don't know what we're going to face in 2021. So as the body of Christ, we need to have ourselves in check and under control so that we can show the world how it's done. I want to experience brand new mercies every day. I want to be refreshed like David said in Psalm 51, creating me a pure heart, O oh God and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. After our seasons of refreshing, which come from being in the presence of the Lord, the Bible says that there will be a day of restoration of all things. Restoration. To return to a previous or former condition, place, or position. To repair or renovate. Someday, and I don't know when, 
No one knows the hour that the Son of Man will appear, but someday the Lord is coming back. Will you be ready? And when he comes back, he is going to set everything in order. He's going to restore the earth to the way that it used to be. I believe that we will have glorified bodies. We will have brand spanking new bodies. I said this morning that uh, we will have shiny new bodies. We won't have any aches and any pains and any arthritis. And we won't be limping along physically in this body. I said this morning that we're going to have that new car smell. You ever bought a new car and it has that new car smell? We're going to have the smell of immortal bodies on us this morning. There won't be any more fighting and arguing over politics. Amen, somebody. There won't be any more fighting and arguing and, and worrying over uh, people's rights because the Lord's going to make everything right. We won't have to worry about people not getting along because of their beliefs and their faith and because of the color of our skin. God's going to set everything in order. We won't have to worry about COVID-19 or any other disease or illness. There will be no more dying when he returns. The Lord said that he will set everything in order when he comes because he is a restorer. It's time to reboot and expect God to be faithful. It's time to make sure that we are connected to the power source so that when he touches us, something happens on the inside and people can see it on the outside. It's time to walk into our seasons of refreshing. January through December, all we need to say is, Lord, I want you to renew my faith. All we need to say to him is, Lord, I am expecting this year to be my seasons of refreshing. Tell him, Lord, I need your energy. Lord, I need your strength. Lord, I need to be reinvigorated. Refresh me. Remember, the Lord is the only one who is able to do a system restore on us. The earth is the Lord, and they that dwell therein. The Lord is the only one who can restore what we've lost. I told the, um, the um, worshipers this morning that the word restore appears some 136 times in the Bible. And in those 136 times, he talks about uh, say, for instance, in Jeremiah 30, 17, I will restore health to you, and I will heal your wounds. Psalm 23, we know that when he says, and he restores my soul. And if you know the story of Job, you know that Job lost everything that he had, and God gave it to him again. After Job prayed for his friends, he restored everything, doublefold. So this morning, as I close, I want to challenge you not to look at 2021 with dread or with fear, but to look at it as a season, seasons of refreshing. Ask the Lord to reboot you, to restore you, and to refresh you. 
May God bless you this morning.